Hello and welcome to another podcast. It's Coach Mark in Manila here from ESLBusinessEnglishExperts.com and of course Initial-Impact.com. I'm here to help you live your best possible life no matter what it is you're trying to achieve. Perhaps you're frustrated at your place in life. Maybe your career isn't panning out as you'd hoped. Maybe you're on the wrong path completely. Uh, it can be a number of things that could have brought you to my podcast, but whatever it is, I hope that you're going to find some nuggets of wisdom, helpful advice, tips and techniques here to help help you power through your day or your evening or tomorrow if you're just about to go to sleep. Also, if you are speaking English as a second language and struggling with your confidence, uh, your presentation and interview skills to nail a job, your IELTS practice or OET exams, whatever that is causing you the issue, I can help you. So do get in touch and take a 30-minute free consultation with me. You can get that at initial-impact.com. Just pop over there, click the link, and you and I can be connected very soon any time zone in the world we'll schedule it to fit both of our schedules and let me help you unstick yourself so today the uh, the title of the podcast it's an interesting one is quitting right when is it okay to quit in fact quitting is very good for you now we often think that quitting is not a positive thing uh, we talk about quitting as being negative to quit and walk away there's a great book uh, by an uh, author called Annie Duke I highly recommend it and you can get it on my bookstore of course the links are down below and um, it's called quit the power of knowing when to walk away uh, she also wrote another book called Thinking in Bets, okay? Um, but it became a toolkit, I guess, for um, mastering the skill to quit, to achieve better and greater success. And I often uh, talk to my clients and we coach around this issue in our sessions. And if you are struggling to know when to keep going with something or when to cut your losses and leave, and you don't know quite how to make that decision, then again, feel free to get a session with me completely free of charge and we can help you focus on what you need to do to move yourself forward so quitting yeah can be seen as a negative thing but also quitting can be good right you know quitting smoking uh, quitting eating sugar um, quitting over exercising or quitting you know sort of binge watching Netflix or whatever um, a whole range of things there um, that might be bad for us so to quit those things would be good and just in the same vein um, like I've just said quitting exercise now most of us think oh you know we should exercise and keep going and get going and going and we're gonna get healthy and healthier but sometimes it can be damaging to us it can actually damage us longer term if we're not allowing enough time to heal and rest in between and the same can happen even with things that we believe are bringing us a, a positive impact in our life and um, maybe um, a relationship you think well I, I love being in a relationship so you know um, but it's also bringing you a lot of heartache too and it can be a dilemma right you're and that's a lovely word if you're a non-native speaker dilemma is you're uncertain you're in limbo torn between you know um, two decisions or many decisions and it can be very hard to know when to just say call time on it that's a lovely idiom and uh, yeah just uh, go and walk away basically now also in business it's important um, for us to consider when quitting is good so many business leaders or if you're an entrepreneur um, you may have invested millions of dollars or perhaps not millions but maybe hundreds of dollars um, or euros or whatever it is you're you're paying in here down the drain um, into um, into some business idea um, and it can be very hard to accept that you need to abandon maybe the new product or service or app you're trying to launch because it just isn't working and how do you know when to do that um 
This is the other sort of paradox, right? Because if we look at, say, an example like, uh, we all know Mr. KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? Colonel Sanders, I mean, his story is, is one of the most frequently used examples um, of when it's not good to quit. Because if he'd have quit, then we probably wouldn't have seen his face, you know, <laughs> beaming out at us from all over the world, which I would argue might not be such a bad thing. I mean, I don't get me wrong, um, I'm sure Kentucky Fried Chicken is, uh, is good in small doses. But yeah, anyway, uh, that's another conversation about how to eat healthy and get your body into a good vibrational state. But what I'm trying to say here is he, if he had given up, because everybody he knocked on the door of, he went from diner to diner in the, the United States way back, um, you know, probably before even I can, <laughs> I think I wasn't even a twinkle in my dad's eye. But then that's a lovely idiom too. Um, but the, the, the fact is, Colonel Sanders did not give up. He had this recipe, he'd made this great chicken, and he needed a diner or two to, to, to do it, to take it on and to try it and serve it to their customers. And he kept going from place to place, state to state, and everybody laughed or said, no, or we don't want to do that. And he didn't give up. He kept going until he found his yes. And when he found his yes, look what happened, all right? The rest is kind of history. And now it's, you know, a billion dollar industry worldwide as a franchise. So, you know, look, sometimes it's good to persist, but how do you know when to keep persisting, even though it seems that everything is against you, or to give up? And that is the difficult thing. Governments have the same problem, you know, they can be caught up in sort of conflicts or believing that the next tactic or the next strategy will be the one that wins the war. And if we look at it in our own lives, as we said, sometimes we persist in relationships or careers that no longer serve us. And why do we do it? That's the question. Now, <clears throat> according to Annie Duke in her book, and I would say to a certain extent, in the face of tough decisions, we are terrible at quitting. All right, and that significantly holds us back because, you know, quitting, you've got to get good at it at times. You've got to be strategic about which ones you hold and which ones you fold. Um, and, you know, this book does teach you how to get good or better at quitting, I would say. And she uses lots of stories. You know, there's elite athletes, um, people who've climbed Mount Everest, um, founding, you know, leading companies um, like the CEO of Slack, Stuart Butterfield. Um, many times quitting is integral to success. Um, and, you know, there's also strategies in the book for determining when to hold them, as I said, and when to fold them that will save you time, energy and money. So in this book, you definitely learn a lot, like the paradox of quitting, um, you know, influences decision making. So if you quit on time, you will feel you quit early. That's interesting, okay? Um, and what forces work against good quitting behavior, such as escalation, commitment, desire for certainty, and the status quo bias. Now, escalation commitment um, definitely applies in, in actual personal relationships, okay? Um, once you've invested so much, um, if you look at a marriage or something, you know, once you've uh, kind of got the house together and then you've got the children and then you've got the, you know, everything and you've got, you, you are more likely to stay in something that's really possibly even toxic or abusive for longer than you should for both of you. You know, it would be healthy for both of you actually to, to walk away regardless of the feelings at the time than to keep going because you have now got all this stuff together. But that is what escalation commitment is. It, it kind of can blind us and of course there's also a desire for certainty 
you know, people don't like the idea. If you've had a very long marriage or relationship, then suddenly to just say, you know, this isn't this isn't going to work anymore, and we got to start all over again. Um, it's kind of scary, right? You know, um, and and this kind of thing of like, well, fear of being lonely. You know, that's a very big thing when we look at why don't people quit relationships that are bad for them. I mean, most people, you know, would think that it would be horrific to stay with somebody um, that you're not getting on well with and there's arguments all the time. But you would be surprised because that fear, it's fear that drives a lot of this behavior, actually. And I would argue that that is the problem more than anything else. Fear holds people back from making decisions, including quitting when they should. The fear of being lonely, the fear of the what if. But in my quantum coaching and, uh, you know, sort of looking at the whole sort of raising your vibrational energy, what you will discover in either my program or the one-to-one is that when we raise our vibrational energy, the fear dissipates because it cannot operate at that higher frequency. So yeah, it is about feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Um, and that's another great book if you want to look that one up. It's a brilliant book to to argue that there's no such thing as a right or wrong decision. It's just path A, B, C or D. And each one will lead you to different outcomes and different experiences. But there's no right or wrong in your life. However, many of us are terrified of quitting. Okay, I'm just walking away from something. I mean, how do we know that we're not just about to get to the good part, right? And this is about then using your intuition and more about, as I say, the the quantum uh, law of attraction in your life um, to enable you to discern um, which is a good strategy, where you should pursue things or how you should perhaps decide to walk away and start all over again. Um, what we look at in the book as well here is how to think in expected value um, in order to make better decisions. Um, so how to increase flexibility in goal setting, um, establishing quitting contracts with people or your team members, right? Okay, okay. if we reach this point, then we are both going to agree that we're going to walk away. That's a good one. Um, and in a way also like <laughs> conduct pre-mortems and backcasts, right? So um, it's an interesting one, but looking at something before the inevitable has happened, it's a, an interesting way to work in reverse. Um, Annie Duke has a wealth of experience. She's a corporate speaker and consultant in decision-making. Um, she's also a former professional poker player, right? She, more, she won more than $4 million in a tournament poker before retiring in 2012, right? So she's, she's definitely experienced a lot of different things. She was awarded a National Science Foundation Fellowship um, to study cognitive psychology at the University of Pennsylvania. And she's also a co-founder of the Alliance for Decision Education, which is a nonprofit whose mission is to improve lives by empowering students through decision skills education. And I believe that these are vital skills we're lacking in universities. So I, I applaud her work that she's doing there. I also think that uh, we're seeing a lack of critical thinking skills being taught at school now. So that again is something that I work with my students students um, for both uh, you know in my academies both for um, my English Experts Academy um, and of course in your professional uh, careers uh, if you're going to work with me at initial-impact.com but when we talk about quitting in order to quit um, it takes a lot of courage however the fear of quitting is that well if I do that then what else do I do 
You know, if you think, well, if I quit my job, well, what else would I do? Well, clearly you don't just go quit your job without having an idea and getting very clear about what it is you want to do instead. And the same with a relationship, you know, what you need to look at that relationship and really, as I say, almost do like a pre-mortem on it before you've decided if you're going to call time on it or not with the other person. Um, what is going for it? What is still good? What is bad? Can we fix this? Do we want to fix it? What does the other person want? What do I want? Um, if you listen to my podcast about whether you're a judger or learner, um, clearly if you go into it on a judgmental basis, it's going to become a war because <laughs> you're going to judge each other. And that's hard to do when emotions are involved in relationships, right? They're very intense. But if you can both approach the conversation from a learning aspect, what can we learn about ourselves here? Um, how do we need to do things differently if we want to keep this relationship going? What needs to change and how can we change it? And these types of why strategies Messages, um, involve both of you in making the decision making. Um, the biggest problem I've come across when I've worked with some clients and also in my own uh, previous past experiences is that if there's one person always wanting to call the shots um, and the other person feels like they're just being told what to do all the time, then we set up this kind of conflict. Um, then you, you bring in judgments and statement values on what the other person is doing or, you know, you hear blaming words like you've made me feel like this, you always do this and these are, oh, these are bad, bad, bad signs and these are not great words to be using because as soon as you judge someone, you are fixing them in the quantum field of reality. You are collapsing um, the potential for this relationship to be improved and you are fixing it in this kind of vicious cycle of, you know, bringing up past hurts, going over stuff blaming judging etc etc so you know if you're not sure how to do that if you're finding yourself doing that and wish you didn't and want some help with that get a free consultation with me i'll be happy to go through some coaching techniques to help you unstick that initial-impact.com um, you can also get this book as i say follow the link down below there's some great books on my website and my bookstore there and of course 10 percent of everything you purchase there helps me to support local bookstores okay through that site and of course helps me to found the foundation here for the street kids we're trying to set this up um, it's a challenge but we are working very hard to do it and we want to try to help educate as many street kids as possible they don't have access to education they're out there selling rags and fruit in order to bring in some extra money for their family um, we want to empower them to give them entrepreneurial skills teach them mathematics um, marketing business development and set them up as mini entrepreneurs yeah we want to set them on the way because there is the old saying you know if you give someone a fish well you'll have fed them for one day but if you give them a fishing rod they can feed their entire family for their life and that's the vision and the strategy and ethic that i'm using here so everything that you purchase there thank you very much because you just have made a difference to us helping more people and hopefully help yourself as well so if you've had an experience with quitting perhaps you want to share that with me i'd love to hear from you um, when you've quit something and found it was the best thing you could possibly do um, and how you decide to quit. How do you decide to quit? What did you use in your decision-making process? Please feel free to ring your comments in. I'd love to feature you on my next podcast. And maybe, who knows, I might even invite you on. I would love, actually, to invite some of my listeners onto the podcast to have a conversation with me about how you might have transformed your life using some of these techniques or perhaps some of the challenges that you faced and your, your experiences of how did you deal with them. Maybe you've got something else you can share and you can teach me something too. So remember, this you're only limited 
by your own thoughts about what you're capable of doing. So know that you're capable of doing anything today. The question is, what are you going to do with your day ahead? You have another 24 hours ahead of you, or maybe when you wake up tomorrow, if you're listening uh, before bed, to start again. Every day, you can recreate your present reality. You are not fixed by your past. That is just gone. It doesn't exist anymore. And the future is kind of unknown. It's all out there waiting to be created. The many versions of your future in quantum physics are right out there right now. So you can change your thoughts, choose to vibrate at a happier, uh, more positive state and attract that new, better reality to yourself whenever you like this very second. You can take a chance. You can do something differently. Maybe you can choose to react differently, think differently, perhaps not say so many hurtful words, just close your mouth. And if you can't say anything nice, as my mum used to say, don't say it at all. You know, it is a challenge. I'm not saying it's not, but it is doable. And all I do know from the hundreds of clients I've helped so far is this, that when we change just one small thing, and I know this myself personally, when we change the way we react to some things, magical things happen in our life. Things start to show up, the universe starts then opening the way for more of these great positive experiences to happen. And one by one, step by step, it will appear. My father, um, who is very sadly missed, he, he died in 2008 um, suddenly. Um, he had a massive heart attack and it was a huge shock. I did not expect and nor did the family for this to happen, um, you know. And uh, when I lost him, I was quite young. Um, well, younger than I expected to be, okay. I, I was in my, well, just turned 30. And um, yeah, it was a, a huge wake up call. Okay. But he, he said to me, just before he died, it was very strange. I think my, my father probably knew that something was wrong for him. And I, I think this is why we've got to get very clear and quiet about our inner voice. Um, but he wrote something um, in a birthday card to me, which was rather strange because at the time he gave me this birthday card in three months before my birthday. Mm. So looking back, I believe that, that that was very unusual for my father. He'd never done anything like that. And it was usually my mum who wrote the cards. But on this occasion, my father had written the card. And he wrote in there about to look for the stepping stones along the way in life. Okay, And he's right. In, in many ways, I now realise that, you know, it is in life about stepping stones. We can't always go from A to Z immediately. We might wish to, of course we do. We always want to get the fastest path in our life, don't we, to achieve what we want. But that kind of isn't how life is operating. You see, um, in life, like all things, in, in sort of, if you want to look at even in quantum terms, um, Sometimes we have to take a different path. We have to take this kind of, okay, try something. Uh oh, no, not good. We have to quit. We have to go back. So we have to go from A to B to C to B to A. <laughs> okay, then we might have to jump from A to F. The, the point I'm making here is that we as human beings are programmed to try to think about things in linear ways that, you know, like for example, you're born, then you go to school, then you go to a bigger school, then you might go to college, then you might go to university, then you might get your doctorate, then you might get a job, you see, and it's all linear. Then you get married or something, you know, it's very traditional is that, but I'm just giving you that as one example. It's not the only possibility for you. However, quantum doesn't work in the linear way. Quantum says that everything is everywhere at any given time, which is kind of mind blowing. 
okay? And when you get really good at working, as I say, in my coaching, this is what I teach you in my, my programs, you can download those. They are available to pre-order, by the way, on my Gumroad site and my audios too, so do check those out. They're coming soon. Um, you know, we look at our life and we can suddenly no longer need to do it in a linear way. We get really comfortable and playful and creative, and that can only happen at a higher vibrational state. When you play with the universe, it will play with you back and deliver you some delightful, crazy experiences that you didn't expect. Um, but if you're trying to drive your life in a linear way, it will sometimes feel like you're getting stuck. You will get frustrated because it doesn't work like that. Um, you've got to hop sometimes. You've got to do like almost a quantum leap across, um, and that takes courage. And a huge, uh, I think, sort of belief and faith that if you just put your foot out there, the bridge will appear in front of you. Um, if anybody remembers the original Indiana Jones movies, which again are way back now, I mean, I'm showing my age, okay, but they were classics. And in one of the movies, I can't remember which one of them, but Harrison Ford has to literally take a leap of faith. He has to believe that there was a bridge in front of him over a huge ravine, if I remember rightly, and he had to put his foot out first into thin air that looked like he was about to just disappear down this ravine and die, right? And then the bridge would appear under his foot and then the next step and another panel would appear under his foot and he would get across the ravine. That is what we're being asked to do in life. Um, it's almost like swimming, you know? When someone teaches you to learn to swim, you have to lean into the water and trust it will hold you up. But if you feel or think that you're gonna drown, what happens? You tend to sink, you tend to splash, and drinking huge lungfuls of water, it gets messy. So, but when you trust and relax into it and just accept that there is a universal field that will hold you, if your intention is right and your vibrational energy is good, then you will start to float and swim. Okay, and at times you can then forget. You can forget how to swim, you start to drown again. It's okay. That's happened to me many times and still does. You know, not every day do I have a wonderful, perfect day. Far from it, okay? But that doesn't mean that I give up. That doesn't mean that I just stop because I know instinctively that this is the path. This is the right path. I have never before, to give you an example, myself ever felt so sure about what I'm doing and the reason why I'm doing it to help as many people like yourself as possible to access your greatness okay I want to help you all step into your greatness and in that way we are all kind of living in this reality to help each other but of course there are some days I could look and think well I should quit this right okay I should stop Okay, because things might not be happening as fast as I'd like, but I don't because I know instinctively, I've got very quiet about this, that I'm in the right channel and the good things will turn up and they are turning up. So you've just got to quietly know how to get that sense of when you should quit and when you should change direction, when you should pause, when you should hop, jump or whatever. And if any of this is kind of sounding familiar to you, if you're confused about your direction in life, and I've, I've got a great podcast, you can look at that about being lost. There's a technique I share in there which will help you. Um, and if you want to actually practice more of that in person with me, then as I say, you can always get that free a 30 minute session, okay? Um, and I will be delighted to have a chat with you, even if it's the only time we meet. So I hope this has helped encourage you to look at when you should quit and when you should stay. Um, and look, just have a great, great rest of your, your day ahead or your evening there. And every day is a chance to start again, okay? So have a good one and uh, I will see you soon. Take care.